Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome to Dungeons & Drams, where some of your favorite whiskey tubers play Dungeons & Dragons. Tonight we have a pretty cool episode, we're going to do something a little bit different, um, but I do want to just start off and have everybody kind of introduce their characters real quick, talk about who you are, what level you are, anything about you, and then we'll kind of talk a little bit about whiskey too, and then we'll get into our game. So, Adriana, why don't you start us off? All right, I'm Adriana of Whiskey Mountains. I am a druid ranger, uh, stout halfling, uh, <laughs> by the name of Talon Creek, and my best feature is my huge mastiff that's bigger than me, named Booker. Also druid. Clifton? Yes. Or did you say that? Or yeah, did I, I said druid ranger. Okay, you yeah. snuck it right in there. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. you're all over the place. <laughs> ranger. You're a ranger. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Clifton. Hello, my name is Clifton. Uh, my channel is Bourbon Bites. Uh, but tonight I am playing Novelist, a half-elf warlock level 10. And I guess since we're naming our best feature, I mean, who could ignore Novelist's best features? Should I say his um, omnipotent, no, what's, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Overpowered nipples. That's just that, that's it. I like her um, omnipotent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> omnipresent nipples just constantly <laughs> so, everywhere if you, if you want a little bit more context you'll find out in probably about 20 minutes so <laughs> oh, yeah. watch, watch in the next 20 minutes so stick around <laughs> please um <laughs> jason <laughs> i'm jason steve from the master and drum i play mr alessio morte who is a uh eladrin rogue uh, also an arcane trickster. He's got quite a few tricks up his sleeves. But he likes to drink dark beer, dark whiskey. He likes dark walks along the beach. He wears dark clothes and uh, generally likes things dark. Um, he's a dark fella uh, with a big heart. He's kind of like the Grinch. So there you go. It's <laughs> exactly what I mean. It's a jelly dark And Ed. And I am Ed. And I play Enomio Banderas, a.k.a. Norro. And I'm a fighter who is learning that murder is a sometimes activity. <laughs> there you go. That's good. You're making progress. I know, right? <laughs> I'm growing as a as a gnome, as a person. Yeah, we'll see what happens tonight with these air elementals. I well, okay, this is this is time for murder. Like this is this is that time. <laughs> how, how much can you really grow? Let's be real. Ah, that's a short uh, joke. That was actually pretty <laughs> good. And uh, I actually have something cool going on. I, some of you may know, I am the distiller. Well, the head distiller, except I'm the only distiller. At a little distillery in uh, Lake Mills here in Wisconsin called Salty Dog. And I sent out some samples of this right here to our, my friends who are currently on stream. And this is actually the very first, well, we, we've released bourbons before, but they've all been sourced single barrel bourbons. This is the first bourbon where I've actually got my handprints on it. So this is the premier, the, the very first, you know, real bourbon, I would say, to come out of our distillery. Uh, and, well, I'll let you guys nose it first, or if you've already been nosing. First of all, a round of applause for you. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. We're all very proud of you, Ed. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, but so it's a, actually a blend. 
it's a blend of a couple different bourbons. Um, so it's a blend of a four year from a unnamed distillery in Washington, D.C., another four year from 45th Parallel here in Wisconsin, and then a two year old from us that we actually made. So it's the first one to actually contain our distillate, which I was pretty excited about. Um, and the thing is, actually, what's kind of fun about that is originally it started off as just a blend of the two older bourbons, and they okay. didn't play nicely together. The nose was super, super muted until I threw in some of our stuff, and it made that it made it just blossom. It was really cool. I thought it was it was really neat. That's it made fun. it made them work together. So I hope you enjoy it. All right. So so Ed, say again. So this is some of your own two-year distillate. Yep. Is this yeah, all? And the two-year was it, actually done in a fifteen-gallon barrel. So okay. You know that does make things Tiny. a little different. Yeah. yeah. And this is this yeah. is all um, hmm. uh, your corn, rye, malted barley. Is there any other weird uh, or like different types of grains in it? So with the mash bill, it's uh, sixty-two corn, twenty. Wait, what is it? 22 rye, 14 mm. barley. So pretty high rye and nice. relatively high malt. Yeah. Um, and then the, the weird thing is, well, the, the two from Wisconsin, ours and 45th Parallel, were both made to that mash bill. But I have actually have no clue what's in what the DC mash bill is. <laughs> so we oh. changed ownership back in March, and we had these Washington, DC barrels sitting around um, that were bought by the old owner. They didn't leave any notes about what was in them. So oh, cool. Okay. Definitely bourbon, right? It's bourbon. We know it's yeah, bourbon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we know it's bourbon. Yeah. I do love that. But and like, actually the uh good the DC barrels were put in at a hundred proof. They, that was the barrel entry proof. Which was kind of it actually was perfect because it gives you a lot of flavor. You know, even you don't have to proof it down very far. You know, it's it's got a ton of flavor without you know, you can put it in a blend and you don't have to prove it down too much, water it down and lose all that flavor, which is pretty cool. nice. Well, the malt is definitely sticking out as well as the rye, actually. I appreciate both oh, yeah. on the nose. Um, it's funny when you, you when you were saying the, the rye, I didn't say anything out loud yet, but I was like, please don't say it's like 10% because I'm just going to question everything that I'm smelling here. <laughs> and then when you said 24, I'm like, vindicated. Awesome. <laughs> so I agree with Bill, the malt was kind of the first thing that stood out it almost mm -hmm. has this very 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 slight innate like milk chocolatey note from yeah. the malt i think right yeah mm -hmm. a little yeah. Like, it's there it's 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 faint but it's there and that's, just what, saying, I'm getting... that's what people have been saying they've been saying they yeah. get like a kind of chocolatey malty thing yep yeah for sure i'm getting a very different note that i don't think i've ever gotten on a whiskey <clears> before <throat> so i might be crazy but i'm getting like a bit of like a muscadine grape note to it like it has oh. a little bit of that tartness that I get on that, which I mean, it's actually really complimentary to like the obvious like malt note that everyone else is noting. But it's like sweating nipples in grapes. Listen, I grew up in South Carolina. We had a muscadine winery and a bourbon distillery on the same property. So like maybe I'm just confusing oh, those two together. Is, but. is yeah, muscadine is that like what is that what Moscato is made out of? Is that where that? Because uh, no, I don't muscadine know muscadine wine usually a lot sweet. It's very very sweet. It's a dessert wine. Um, okay. Well, so it, is Moscato. It's grown a lot in the East Coast. Yeah, Southeast. Hey, man, if it, oh, if it yeah. takes you, anytime a whiskey can take you back to something like that, that's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, me. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get like this very like sweet, chocolatey type of uh, nose. It's kind of nice. 
I mean, you could smell. I mean, you could smell that it's young a little bit. Oh yeah. But sure. I mean, as well, far as I, we're yeah. not trying to market it as though this is you know super mm -hmm. aged whiskey, and I think that's kind of the cool thing is that this is proof of concept a little bit. You know, it can only get better from here as we get older stock. Mm -hmm. And we're yeah, I can tell you what though, I've, I've smelled I've smelled bourbons that are uh, just as young and smelled a lot worse than this. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I I, I like that you guys small barrels. Oh, so probably helped out there too. Yeah, yeah. and I like yeah. that you bothered yeah. to put the higher uh, rye and, and barley because it's like you get a a young bourbon just trying to cash in, and they barely put anything else into it, and it always tastes like garbage when it's when it's. Yeah, I young. think the high rye so, and the high malt definitely helps a yeah. more uh, youthful product. This is why most Kentucky bourbons, which have super high corn in it, usually mm -hmm. you know, those things have to get up to at least six years before they start really tasting pretty good. I mean, some of the some stuff out there is pretty decent at four years, but um, you know, this is yeah, uh, this is really nice on the note, and you could tell, like you said, proof of concept, and that there is some really nice, like, <laughs> I could see this down the line, really blooming into something nice because there's also no bitter off notes. I'm not getting any of that acidity or that bitterness that you get with some of the youthful uh, bourbons that are out there, so it already has a kind of a nice rounded type of uh, flavor spectrum from front to back so far. Oh, okay. what's the proof on this again? Uh, 90. Good. Nice. Wow. It like punches. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm Adriana's yet. pretending she hasn't had a couple right. of drinks already. But... Okay. I, I've already been <laughs> sipping. All right. <laughs> cheers, everybody. What you want. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheers to the I'm microphone so those at home can enjoy. <laughs> I was asking about the proof because I feel like mm. it already yeah. punches with flavor. So like to Jason's note about like how it's going to develop over time, yeah. like it doesn't have any like sharp edges that are sticking out and need to, you know, really be removed kind of deal. Yeah, that's, that's it, But it or like at 90 proof, it is punching with flavor. And like yeah. that is, is like badass. a light, <laughs> like, it's like a light, spicy Mexican chocolate with like some oak in it. That's what, it, that's what it, that's mm -hmm. what I get. Yeah. I definitely and I, get the and chocolate. I think I do get a little bit of like that, that fruity note that, that Clifton might be picking up. Funny enough, I'm getting the chocolate that you pointed out on the palate. <laughs> I think it's like, it has a really nice, like pretty heavy mouthfeel for 90 proof. I mean, I, I would guess, I think it drinks higher proof, which in my book is always a good thing. So I always appreciate that getting a little extra kick out of it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, second, yeah, second sip, the maltiness is coming more and mm -hmm. more to the forefront here a little yeah. bit. But I think the rye spice is, is right where it needs to be. It's right at kind of the back end of the palate, and it kind of lingers. This is 90 proof. You could tell me that this was 100, and I'd believe you. That's what I was right? thinking, yeah. Easily, yeah. 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 Well, the wild thing was, mm -hmm. so this was kind of a trial and error so it's actually it ended up being a blend of four different barrels two of the dc one of ours and then the uh 45th parallel mm -hmm. but the last the second dc barrel i only put in just a little bit right at the end because when i first proofed it down to 45 uh it was just it, it suddenly got really muted like i took it down there and it suddenly yeah. got really muted so i added in a little bit of that other dc barrel and then proofed it down again just to get it right and it ended up like this it was kind of this weird just kind of i one night actually i got a little drunk one night and that's why how when it happened i was at the distillery alone it was like nine o'clock at night i was just like whatever put oh, it in yeah. <laughs> that's the best kind of research like, total hazard of the job every yeah. every master blender master distiller probably does that they don't, they don't admit it but they definitely <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I'm working late tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard. Yeah, the rye, I'm starting to get the rye grain a little bit too. Like, there's a breadiness character that's yeah. coming through, and it's not so much as. Um, it's it's almost like a rye bread, like a rye toast type thing. I'm getting a little mm. bit, but carries that spice, dude. This is this is good, man. I yeah, I can't wait to taste this. And uh, next, uh, I I just want to be keep me on the sample list for the next few years. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely no doubt. shocked. No I'm sh I'm shocked that this is only two years old. I I probably yeah. would put this yeah, at like seriously. four, um, for but that's probably from the the smaller barrel. Um, yeah. For me, I I know I that saying, like. I Oh, sorry, so I was just gonna say, Clifton. I know you were saying that you kind of started to taste the chocolate a little bit more. For me, the barley doesn't isn't as pronounced in the taste as it is in the nose, but the rye is. Yeah. However, you did the rye really well. Where it, I I enjoy rye, but sometimes rye can be like way too green for me, especially mm. with a younger one. And you mm -hmm. balance that really well. Um, I was a little concerned too when, when, I mean, I was happy about smelling the rye, but I also was like 24% rye this young. I'm a little worried. So you, you balanced it very well. I mean, typically oh. rye does better young than bourbon does. So I would say so. It's yeah. actually, it's actually a smart move to do higher rye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Cliff. Oh, I was just going to just close final thoughts for me is like, I think, you know, it's always a little bit worrisome. You're like, Oh, you're with the person that made the whiskey. Like, is it any good? Like you gotta like, you know, BS a little bit, but like this is legit. Like I would have guessed it's older than it is. Like yeah. kind of like Bill said, and I can see some really great. I mean, if this is the first like premiere bourbon you guys have done, I can't wait to see what's what's next. So well done. Oh, yeah, well you. done. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna say like the two year old in this. The two year old in this is a pretty small portion. You know, it's like <laughs> 54 percent for the four year, another 40 percent the four year, and then that last bit is the two year. You know, it's there as a binder. It's not as the star of the show. Our stuff yeah. is not ready to be the star of the show yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean that's uh, that's. I'm glad. I'm glad when uh, you know distillers can admit that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I for one, am happy that you sent over basically half a bottle of this stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, when I box, I'm like the size around. of my head. <laughs> well, I wanted to make sure you guys no. had enough that you could. Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna have oh, enough. Oh, Nick's gonna get to try plenty. <laughs> no, probably not, but it's, uh, I'm glad you get it. You got enough, so uh, the air elementals, you know, screw up from uh, from Bill. So. Well, right. I, I would I would say that you should all remember that air elementals blow air, and you guys are on the top deck of a ship. So is, I'm still hidden. I, I still hope you can clutch your balls. <laughs> Sober. Yeah. And one final question before I guess we get into the game. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is released publicly now, right? Yes. So okay. it, right now we only have distribution in Wisconsin, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But yeah, it, it's actually shipping out to the distributor tomorrow. Right now it's at the distillery and soon it will be in stores throughout Wisconsin. That's awesome. Okay. Well, I was just asking oh, if, you, if you have any photos of the bottle, I'm doing a stream this week to get caught up on my media samples and I have an extra mm -hmm. slot available. So if you'd like me to review this whiskey, I'm happy to just need some details and stuff if you'd like to send over. I'd I love to feature it this that. week. Very nice. Hey, uh, one last question for me: Are what's the what's kind of like the outright plan for this? Is this kind of a uh, is this going to be a regularly available small batch as it ages up, or is it is it scheduled like as your stuff ages up, the other stuff that you're using to blend it will kind of phase mm. out? That's more so, the the second one's more so the idea. I mean, I don't want to say. You know, things could change and we could just decide, hey, we're going to always keep blending to some extent. 
Um, but I would like our stuff to take a more prominent role and eventually do our own, you know, just all our barrels in, in the blend. Um, but I think we're probably going to be doing, you know, for the next, you know, three years minimum, you know, various amounts of sourcing and probably finishing, you know, the blends in various barrels. So I know one of the things I do want to get in on is, you know, I, I've been seeing a lot of people who are rather than finishing in, you know, Calvados or Brandy or whatever, they're finishing it in other bourbon barrels, which I think is a very clever idea because, you know, that kind of gives you a very subtle change. You know, it doesn't make this big flavor change, but it certainly has that cool impact where it, that used barrel can give it a whole new flavor. So I would like to do some of that pretty soon. That'd be cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, congrats. Yeah. On a, congrats. This is really, it's, I, it's on a it's delicious important more, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah. you guys, you would tell me if it was bad. You gotta, you gotta be honest with me. <laughs> Honestly, we, oh, no, I, I, yeah, yeah. I would, I, I, would, no, I would definitely tell you that it's shit. <laughs> I would tell you later, but I have no intention of telling you later. Like it's it's so really good. D- I was gonna say check your yeah. DMs after the stream. Ew 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 ew. No, honestly, like, it's, my, it's like, super to be good. Honestly, initial like sniff. I'm like, uh oh, it's a little young. And then no, it is a little you, young. As you really young. as you really get into it, it, it kind of kind of dives in with that again. That like chocolatey note comes out, mm-hmm. and I love the spice on the palate. It's good, man. Just uh, let it keep going. Let it keep cooking. <sighs> Oh yeah. yeah, no doubt. So, how how many bottles do you get out of that fifteen uh, gallon barrel? Well, so this this one we it was like a sixty gallon blend. So I didn't actually kill. Oh, I well, I killed one barrel. I didn't kill the other ones. Um, mm-hmm. So that was about two hundred and thirty. Okay. About. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, guys, <laughs> thank you very much. Ed. I actually just poured a second glass. So. Cool. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, actually, Clifton, real quick, do you want to say something to our patrons? Of course. Well, thank oh, you thanks. to all of our current patrons. Um, if you guys are curious, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Dungeons and Drams, where you can get access to some behind-the-scenes maps and exploratory stuff that we don't get access to. So if you guys are curious about that, Bill probably has more details than I do. But I do want to go. I do want to go. I do want to give a few Don't shout outs all. to our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens tonight. Yeah. But <laughs> big shout out to Mike, Steve, EJ, James Taylor, David, Martin, and Paul. Thank you all so much for your support. If anyone's interested, like I said, feel free to shoot us a message, join our Discord server, find out what patrons are getting, and uh, we appreciate the support. Awesome. Thank you, Clifton. Last week, I put out a video uh, going deck by deck of the Jewel in the Mountain Crown. Um, and there are certain things that our patrons now know that you guys do not. So, um, which usually I do things after the fact. I thought this would be a little bit more fun because they they know things. So, <laughs> they drink and they know things. All right. <laughs> Let's go into the recap. This is a bit of a long one. So, we'll uh, I'll talk fast. When we last saw, you guys did a lot of stuff last week. I know it feels different when you break it all up, but there's a lot of stuff. So when we last saw Snortimer's soldiers, the group was wondering, wandering about the ship, learning their new responsibilities. Nobilis had a run in with Alicia. They got their story straight about what happened to Ragnar, and they agreed that they'd both feign ignorance. And Nobilis spent a little time helping Serafina, the tiefling sorceress aboard the ship, who was not feeling very well. He also made a plan to meet with Talia after a bit of flirting on the balcony that night at nine o'clock. 
Alessio learned how to pilot the ship along with Felicity Gearspark and investigated the lower deck where both him and Felicity has an, had an uneasy feeling. Um, that was all you did, apparently. I should plan more stuff for you, Jason. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the basement and saw boxes. And had a you also time. rolled shitty, so, you know, that, that had something. I rolled too. very shitty. <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> uh, Anomio spent... <laughs> I can't even read this one. Anom Anomio spent a while dancing with Lil Grizz on top of a table, then walked himself to the back of the ship where he heard a strange voice coming from within the armory. This is where he met Roland. The two fought an honor yet pitiful duel and Anomio learned that Rowan is a prince from a human kingdom on Evera. Talon spent her time meeting the alchemist Alaric Fireforge and helping him work on a water breathing potion. Things went well although not perfect. She's planning on meeting him bright and early at 10 30 a.m tomorrow morning. She spent a couple hours reading at the library and learned that Vutha is likely a revenant, an undead hellbent on revenge and stopping at nothing to achieve it. Uh, did I miss anything from you, Tal Talon? I don't think you ended up talking to Elowin, did you? The herbalist? No, no. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was trying I to remember. Not. I, I re-listened to the episode yesterday, and I, I was actually laughing at the whole Aller the, the alchemist um, thing. I was laughing at myself is, <laughs> is what I was really doing there. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, as, smooth. <laughs> as the crew gathered for lunch, they heard a call from the top deck. The group was being visited by a giant owl. Uh, this owl transformed into Pharaoh Rainblossom, a fur bulk that they met in Lithuan and again in Helixia. He spoke with the group, letting them know that he was intending on attacking Gleam Shadow, a nearby elven city, to avenge the trapped uh, elemental spirits that the elves used to power and clean the city. Uh, Anomio rushed towards Pharaoh, uh, sword in the air. Pharaoh transformed back into an owl and leapt from the boat, although he did take a swipe from the Ebber Edge. Pharaoh commanded his air elementals to attack the adventurers, the boat, and the crew. And that is where we are going to rejoin you guys as we are on the top deck of the ship. I'd like you all to roll initiative, please. Oh, there are two air elementals, <sighs> Or is there four? You know, it's going to be a good game if this is how we start. So while you're rolling uh, initiative, I'll kind of give you a lay of the land here. So Pharaoh is ho uh, not hovering. He's flying close to the ship at the moment. The two air ele elementals have started to drift over the top of the boat. Um, these air elementals, they're probably about 10 feet tall and probably about eight feet wide. They're, they're more akin to a very slow moving tornado um, than like a cloud. Uh, there are a couple of other elementals, air elementals, that have drifted towards the back of the ship, away from you guys, um, uh. seemingly following Pharaoh. All right, so All right. we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be taking a blow from both ends. Hey oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, uh, you actually all rolled very well on your initiative rolls. Very good. All right, yeah, so we just we're... wasted our best rolls of the night on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I'm all. I'm totally fine with that, actually. No. <laughs> all right. So up first is going to be one of the air elementals, um, the one actually at the bottom of the ship, I believe. Uh, sorry, I can't tell which one it's targeting. Uh, it's the one at the bottom of the ship. All right. So the one at the bottom of the ship, currently right near where the helm is, uh, Talon Windrider is actively steering the ship. Um, he seems to, unless something happens, now something I will remind you is that if somebody goes over the ship, um, flying off of the side, Talon will abandon his post to go try to rescue you. However, if he does that, it will be a few turns before he is able to do that again. 
Um, so if some if a couple of people go flying, hmm? yes, you so you all have the you all have the uh, bounce and last uh, bounce and live longer system strapped to your chest. Um, so if you do go over the side, there's a good chance that you will survive, but who knows where you'll be. Mm. All right. <clears throat> so the first air elemental, um, he is actually, uh, let's see. He's actually probably coming to this. You know what? Pharaoh would have told him to attack you guys, probably a Nomeo. So he's going to use his hover. Uh, he can hover for 90 feet. Um, he's actually going to hover towards you, a Nomeo. Boom, 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 boom. And then he is going to use a slam. Actually, I moved. <laughs> He's too big. Moved right on top of you. Um, he is going to use his whirlwind attack on you immediately. Um, oh boy. So he actually does need to be right over to the top of you. So what happens here is you need to roll a strength saving throw. Okay. I'm not bad at those. <laughs> oh, hey. yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I, so the the DC that you needed to beat was a thirteen. I saw you roll a thirteen. I was like, wow, that was that was really close. You rolled a twenty-two <laughs> with all your modifiers. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, I somehow so, sink into the deck a little bit more. Just... <laughs> so I'll, I'll change my rolls to be public. So you're gonna take seven points of uh, bludgeoning damage though, because you're gonna take okay. half damage on this. Um, all right, and uh, he is going to kind of maneuver his way um, past you, uh, not out of your range at the moment. He's gonna he's gonna kind of hang near you. All right, so that is going to be his his main attack. Um, up next is Talon Windrider, who is actually not gonna really do anything. He's gonna hang out with his um, the way that I, I have him in there because basically with the turns that he'll be gone if he's gone for a certain amount of time, it'll help me track that. All right, so Nobilis, you are the first one up, and maybe. Uh, actually, you are currently invisible, hiding on the stairs. Uh, you can tell me whether you actually proceeded to go down, down a flight, or if you are if you are actually just hanging on the stairs. You know what? I'd like to see this out a little bit just to see how it plays out. I'd like to kind of stay where I'm at because I know serious? that any, a <laughs> any action I take will make me not invisible, and I feel like there could be an advantage to me being invisible. I'm sorry. That's fine. Okay. It's totally your call. All right. All right uh, do you want to move at all, or are you just staying? My strength saving throws are absolute crap. So I will be the first one off this ship if I go up. So. <laughs> um, awesome. So remind me, Bill, what, what, are, mm -hmm. what is downstairs, the different levels? So in the, uh, in the floor directly below you, it's the living quarters. It's uh, <clears throat> where all the beds and the, um, the, the mess hall and everything. Lil Grizz is down there. Um, the last you saw, Milo was down there as well, uh, as well as Serafina. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like to head downstairs. Okay, cool. All right, so you are still invisible, but you are... I'm just going to make you visible for the uh, sake of having a, um, a icon on the screen. So, uh, what would you like to do? So I'll say you used 15 you. feet of your movement to get downstairs. Okay, question. Um, mm -hmm. I know if I take an action, I lose my invisibility, but can I, like, talk to people? You could talk to them, but you won't, and you won't lose your invisibility. If you were like talking to an enemy, they would certainly get oh, an idea yeah. where they are, where you are. But if you want to like yell something, then yeah, that's totally fine. Um, yeah, I like to stand in the middle of the room, and you said you said both Milo was Milo was down here and Seraphina's down here. 
Last you knew. So last you knew Talia, Milo, and Serafina were all down here, as well as Lil Grizz, who's sleeping on the table. Um, I couldn't remember, actually, Anomia, you can correct me if, if I'm wrong. I don't believe that you brought him up with you. I think I that you said that you you put your cape over him to give him like a little bed. And you and you put your hat on top of him too. I know I did that at one point. I don't remember if yeah. I did that before I came up, but that might <laughs> be right. right. Yeah. Regardless, Lil Grizz is in the best hall sleeping on the table. Alright. So <laughs> Noblis, what okay. Well what I'd like to do? use like I imagine if, if my um nipple power is so good, so is my voice. So I'd like to just shout out like a booming voice. Sure. Enemies aboard, come to the deck. Just something right. just to echo down the halls very good all right so actually i will be adding serafina and milo um to the uh to the roster uh dr talia everhart are your and... nipples are your nipples attached to your vocal cords do they power your vocal cords <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of a lot They're of all, really. <laughs> all of his internal organs are actually just nipples <laughs> it's just all nipples all the way down all right <laughs> <laughs> Any anything else, novelist? Sorry. No, I like like you said, like like, like you did. I would like to come a little bit back up, but stand close to the wall. That way, like they don't bump into, bump into me as they're coming mm -hmm. up. All right. Uh, sorry, I should have had that. All right, cool. Um, up next is Alessio. What would you like to do? All right. So since these things like to whip around and uh, all over the ship, um, I would like to. I would like to actually cast sleep on one of the um, air elementals. Sure. So I'll remind you that sleep, um, you end up rolling some dice, and the dice roll has to be higher than their current hit points. And uh, just looking at them, I mean, you they could be, but they look pretty imposing. I don't know how much you can roll for your sleep, but I would guess you probably can't get there. Uh, roll 5d8s. Yeah, they have more than that for hit points. All right, well, thanks for crushing my dream, asshole. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Wait until you beat him up a little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, yeah, I just feel like if I throw anything or try to hit it with anything, it's not going to work. I will... Um, Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, that's not going to work. Do you want a minute? I can switch you with Anomia. Um, yeah, let Anomia go. I have to look at my my uh, sure. my uh, spells here. All right. All right. Uh, go for it, Anomia. Well, have at me, you whirling derv bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I knew he's been waiting all week to say that. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, attacking with my Ember Edge, so that's a 20. That'll hit. Yeah, okay. And that'll do, woo, 22 points of damage. 22 points hey. of damage, excellent. Uh, so you uh, you swipe Ember Edge through the air elemental, and you see the, the uh, sparks and fire from the tip of the blade actually swirl in with the uh, air elemental, and, and it does a bit of damage. Ooh, that's rad. All right, well, I'm going to do it again. Of course you are, fighter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. All right. Uh, 18. Uh, 18 will hit. All right. Uh, I can only use the D6. Oh, no, that's oh, that's a bonus action. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So, wait, wait, wait. wait. 
damage. Uh, this is what happens when I give you guys a couple of uh, episodes without combat. <laughs> How do we attack again? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right, seventeen damage. Uh, you you uh, the first swipe goes through, and the second one comes back. You now see the sparks are actually living inside of this air elemental, and they're staying lit. You see as as they're passing through uh, different kind of like like I don't know what you'd call it, like uh, parts of the tornado. They're glowing brighter or dimmer based off how much oxygen is kind of getting to them. So this oh. thing is now, it's turning less air and more like a pyroclast. Oh, neat. I say, that is for Helen Hunt, Helen. you twister son of a beach. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I'm looking for a fork I can like drop and say like... a bad thing or a bad thing? <laughs> like, son of a thing, finger of God, F5. <laughs> <laughs> all right are you uh anything else uh no no that'll be it <laughs> okay all right up next is alessio all right well since uh Agnomio just hit him with the fire i'm gonna try to hit him with the ice all right oh, i move closer i get out rheimgeist glacier sting <laughs> excellent throw an attack and 14. A 14 will not hit. Their AC is 15. Ah, son of a bitch. Okay, then. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action and actually uh, use the blade, use my Frostbite Flourish. Okay, excellent. So the next time the next time I do a melee attack, he could get some cold damage. I just want to see if I actually hit this guy, what, is, uh, what that does to him. So. Cool. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, nope. All right. <clears throat> Uh, up next is Felicity Gearspark. So she's in the um, she's currently in the helm. She's going to continue to do what she is doing um, because nothing is currently threatening her. All right, Talin and Booker, what are you all up to? Does she see what's going on? Or is she oh yeah. Like, well, so so, but she's. I mean, she's she's the two Tal Talon Windrider. I really should have renamed him Talon and Talon was a terrible choice. Um, I also realized downstairs yeah, I have I Thalia and Talia, which like oh, yeah. anyway. All right. So uh, Felicity Gearspark basically she controls the elevation. Talon Windrider controls kind of the navigation. Um, the two work in tandem together and uh, because Felicity works with those plants, that's why she has to be back there. But they, mm -hmm. she's got a window in front of her and she could totally see what's happening, but she's staying put. In fact, she's closing the door. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're on a ship. I know it's an airship, but ships tend to have a lot of rope. Can I tie myself to the ship? Uh, sure. Actually, I like that idea. Um, you also probably have some rope on you. So, yeah, like um, one way or the other. Where are you happen? tying yourself? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, like, the upper deck wouldn't be truly this empty, would it? Well, or I this, could, let's see here. Let me. In this case, because that is how empty it appears, that is how empty it's going to be. <laughs> uh, so I'm next. Like, I'm not next to right now, but I can move over mm -hmm. to this area, the Talon, mm -hmm. Talon, the circle, whatever, yep. Talon, Windrider is in. <laughs> uh, uh, looks like there's a lot of wood that I could tie myself to that. Sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that'll be your action to do that, but you could absolutely uh, do that. Give me a sleight of hand, just in case you roll really low. This is going to oh, be for tying the knots. I didn't even remember. Ooh. 
um <laughs> all right no problem well, um are you also tying booker or so not at the moment i want him to have more range than i will have because okay. i have some range attacks and he doesn't perfect okay so, so you are able to tie yourself to this um which means at this point so you, you probably have what 50 feet of rope on you i would guess uh let's see so you have rope like that. you have 50 feet of rope uh, which means I'm going to give you a range of about 25 feet uh, around this thing. Um, like, actually, no, you'll have 50 feet. Uh, minus 10. So 40, 40 feet range away from this pole right here. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll that's figure that out. Fair. And then as a bonus action, uh, BT Dubs, Booker's wearing his bracers of Winter Wolf. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to, like, run and jump to bite this air elemental. Okay. Like that one. Excellent. All right, go for it, Booker. Yep. Come on, bud. Dun, 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 dun. I always yell music for him whenever he does anything. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It helps motivate him. Dun, 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 dun. All right, 22. Okay, hit. 22 uh, hit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that's the mole damage, and then yep. there's also the bracers, which is 2d6 cold damage. Excellent. So you do 11 points of damage to the air elemental. Um, you do see the the air is starting to flicker a little bit. He's awesome. like, uh, it's it's actually the air elemental gets a little bigger. It's like a, it's not as tight of a cyclone. Um, so why did, why did do Booker an extra roll seven because again? of the because bracers. of the bracers? Oh, okay. They do an extra two d six. I think damage. they're attached to the cold. That's the slashing cold on the mall damage, right? No, they do two d six. Never mind. All right. I thought I had made it so that they rolled at the same time. That's fine. Okay. Anything else? Uh, that will be it. All right. Up next is Pharaoh. So Pharaoh has been kind of gliding alongside this uh, this boat for the moment. He's got a pretty good fly speed. What he's going to do now is he's actually going to he's going to make an attack towards Talon Windrider. Um. Hmm. Actually, no, he's not. Um, so what he's going to do, he is going to fly over Alessio, hitting him while he goes. The, he has a a, can, um, a skill that makes it so you can't do opportunity attacks. Uh, but he's going to kind of come at you with his talents. All right. I know, so more talents. All the talents. <laughs> and he's going to roll a natural ah, one. <laughs> Oh. Yes. <gasps> so, so he goes to uh, he goes to gra grasp at you, but he kind of misjudges how fast the boat's going. Um, so he ends up down here about. Um, okay. Can he and, like hit a wind current that he wasn't expecting and do like a weird like embarrassing loop de loop? You know what? He rolled a natural one. I'm actually gonna say that uh, that's exactly what happens, and he ends up he ends up hitting the ground. I think um, he underestimates my sneakiness. So he, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say that, I'm gonna say that he hits the ground and he's currently prone on the ground, and and very much regretting what he just did. <laughs> All right, Magnus Stormrider is up next. He is going to take his turn to go run as fast as he can back towards Felicity Gearspark. Um, while he's actually he's gonna do this. While he's running, he yells down the stairs, uh, "We're we're under attack! Get up here!" So, um, anyone didn't the, hear me previously, but okay. Well, he, you're, you were below deck. He might not have heard you. So, 
he's got these tornadoes rushing toward you know this slow. this whiskey is definitely like i liked it before but it's it's becoming one of those easily sippable whiskeys and that's going to be a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. all right so the other air, the other air elemental um seeing uh alessio and anomio kind of clumped up he's going to go right here you're both within his um area he's going to use his whirlwind ability as well so you both need to roll a 13 strength saving throw okay i don't mind telling you i know that's <laughs> no problem for anomio yeah 21. Really. holy mo- dang oh. he rolled a 12 not 20 oh, no i didn't i didn't that wasn't me uh... yeah i'm ridiculously strong Shit. all right so alessio um you are so alessio is going to take 21 points of damage um no i no- use my uh uncanny my uncanny dodge that's half. all right so, so you'll take 10 points of damage um same with you anomio and Alessio, I'm going to move him out of the way. You're going to get blasted 20 feet this way. You are still on the boat, but you are, um, you're basically on the railing. <laughs> you are kind of like, hey, we'll, we'll do this. Like you kind of, you kind of stumble backwards and you're now bent over backwards over the railing and you're looking at the ground passing below you. Um, but you're, you're still on your feet and you're still able to, uh, you know, move and whatever. You're not, um, let me just double check that you're not knocked prone. For some reason, I think you might be. Do, 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 do. 15, flung 20 feet in. Nope. Oh, yep, you are knocked prone. All right, so you'll have to use half of your movement to stand up next turn, but other than that, you're you're good. All right, up next, um, Serafina comes charging up from below deck. And uh, you see her, she's, she's actually holding onto the handrail as she's kind of... L- not limping, but like really seems to be struggling to get up here. And she, uh, she sees these two air elementals and she's just uh, like, she, she seems half awake, but it's, there's something really wrong with her. Um, either way, she sees the air elementals and she is going to, uh, she's not going to do, she's not going to do a fireball because you guys are right there. Um, so what she's going to do is, She's going to, sorry, I firebolt. She's going to cast firebolt on the one that's more hurt, the one at the top. Um, here we go. <laughs> and uh, you see her, she, hold, she holds her hand out to cast fireball, and you just see like a little sizzle kind of come from her palm, and you see this look of worry on her face. She's like, like something's just not working right with her magic. Um, and then she's actually going to kind of duck back to the side of this hiding behind the balcony uh going back below deck all right up next um we're gonna go back to the lower deck for a second where Nobilis and a couple others are so oh, Nobilis, yeah. you you see milo underfoot come screaming around the corner he doesn't see you uh <laughs> and he has these two large think like a rectangle rectangular box with a long cannon kind of coming out of it almost like a potato launcher uh except the potato launcher is obsidian black and it's got these gold colored arcane symbols all over it and they're glowing and he's just got this really cool look on his he's just like like this is gonna be awesome and uh and he goes running um actually just shout out to oh Oh, yeah, go no, go ahead. Yeah, no, because he's about to run right directly into you. I was say, Milo, what the hell are you doing? And uh, you see, he kind of like skids to a stop. He looks around. Nautilus, uh, where, where are you? I'm incognito, and 
It's for a good cause. We're being attacked upstairs. No one knows I'm here and no one knows I'm invisible except you. Milo, can I trust you to tell me when and where I need to be to help save my friends and your ship? You need to be up on the deck right now. And he, he takes one of the guns and he puts it right at his feet. He says, pick that thing up, fire it the way I showed you and meet me on the deck. And then he- No, uh, no, 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 if I, if I, oh, he just left, he just left. Yeah, he left. <laughs> well, I can't pick this up and do anything with it, right, Bill? Yeah, you totally could. You uh, so earlier in the day, you you hung out with Milo and you learned how to how to shoot it. Oh no, I know, but like, it'll just be a giant floating gun at this point, right? Well, yes, not while you're not while you're invisible. I mean, you could hold it, but it will be a giant floating gun. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. This is incredibly unhelpful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so regardless, Milo runs up and he's going to take out the um. Oh, where did I put this thing? It is the apparently the Skyfly Skyfire Blaster. Um, so he is wearing this bandolier with all these little different colored gems in it, and he uh, he aims it at the air elemental that just blew you, uh, Lesio, and and tried to get you, Anomio, and he is going to take a shot. Um, so you see a whole bunch of energy kind of flow into the front of this thing, and then all of the sigils glow, and uh, you see the, uh, the the little crystal that was kind of working as the ammunition just vaporizes, and a huge chunk of this just magical essence flies out of the front for a 23, which is going to do 11 points of damage to this guy, um, and push him back five feet as well, which is kind of impressive because it's just air, uh, but it's it's going to work. So... Uh, and Milo, he's again has this giant smile on his face, and he says, "Don't worry, everybody. Milo's here." <laughs> up next comes the uh, the. Uh, my music is sucking tonight. It's just like not working. Sorry. All right. Up next is going to be the air elemental, the first one. Um, so, oh, I'm sorry. I also was on top of Booker uh, when I. No, I was not. I. No, no, that yeah, the other one was on top, like was where this, they currently are. This one the was other on one top was, of Booker because I was right? looking to see if we were getting hit at the same time. Yeah, so so Booker would have gotten hit by yeah. that whirlwind. So the one, right? the one that is to the right of Anomio, like oh, the lower one, was not on top of Booker. Okay, sorry, you're right. That. And this one was not when sense. when things originally started. Okay, never mind. Good. Right. Didn't really want to kill Booker today. Okay, so speaking of which, um, the air elemental is going to take another attack at you, Anomio, except this time it's going to be a slam attack. Um, so he has two of these, and uh, what you see in front of you is the air kind of condenses into almost like a hammer, and it swings down at you, and uh, 16, that's not going to hit you, I believe? Oh, no. No. no, no. So so no, it no. kind of go you... you uh, I don't know, you do something like you kind of put your hands up and it the air just breaks around you, but you see the, the floor beneath you cracks a bit, the wood splinters and, and everything, and you just kind of look, how did that not hit me? <laughs> and uh, so- I go, oh, As long ahead. as he missed. Oh, he's doing it again. Uh, he's he doing it again, it but again. but before that happens, you can, what, you can do whatever you're I would like to use my repost to yep. uh, try and smack him back. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll do a standard attack. And Next. oh, nice. Well, all right then. Well, a thirty is gonna hit. Yep. Yeah, I, I kind of figured, and that's a critical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so twenty-six damage plus my proficiency die, which is a D eight. 
Ooh, you could kill so him in the twenties with whiskey and dice. Okay, so only twenty-seven, but still twenty-seven right. damage, not bad. He had seven points of hit uh, hit points left, so now he's got six. Uh, but I was like, oh, you roll a d8. But all right, so well, hey. good job. Um, so uh, he then comes down again with this like hammer-sized, you know, air thing, and uh, hits you for fifteen. So because uh, it was a okay. twenty-two. All right, uh, yeah, but bad. at this point he is also going to. Um, he's just going to roll to see if he gets his whirlwind back, which he did not. All right. So the air elemental is feeling pretty, pretty rough at the moment. He's, he's very close to death. Um, Talon Windrider, uh, at the moment he is still not under attack, so he's good. Nobilis, you're up. All right. So currently I'm standing beside Serafina, right? Or like, the, uh, I'm on the staircase. Basically. You're still below deck at the moment. Okay. Um, right here. I'm gonna try something weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back upstairs to be close to near Serafina. Okay. All right. And so. I'm gonna disguise self and mostly my voice. Disguise my voice to be that of my uh patron, I think is the term. Solgradan, yep. Yep. Yes, yeah, Solgradan. I'm gonna pretend to be him. And I'm going to talk to her. Serafina. Uh she she looks she around. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What's up? I understand what you're going through right now. All will be well. Just trust in me. You know she wasn't the one that, like, she's not Alicia, right? I know. Okay. All right. Just making sure. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, she. I, she I, says. I know, I know this is gonna creep her the f out right now, but like, yeah, I'm for sure. Um. But she's uh she's she's gonna say, oh, okay, I'll, I I don't know who you are, but I I okay. What should I do? Go downstairs. You'll find a weapon. That while your weapon is slightly underperforming, shall we say, this one will help you fight. Uh, okay, all right, I I'll do that. Uh, yeah. And she looks down at her hands, which, again, the it's kind of like fizzling. And uh, I think you've probably convinced her. Um, but just for the heck of it, roll a persuasion check for me. Um, ah, I'd say just just RP wise, I'm willing to be persuaded unless you roll really crappy. See. Plus, you know, we got uh, <laughs> <laughs> twenty five. Jeez, you guys are rolling. You guys are rolling well tonight. All right. Uh, so natural twenty. So she, um, you actually see a bit of like uh, life kind of return back to her face, and she's like. Uh, she looks over at Milo. She says, uh, "Milo, I'm I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get one of the uh, the, the the guns. Um, are you good up here?" And he says, <laughs> "He's just laughing maniacally. Um, no response." So, uh, anything else, Nobles? Is there anyone else below deck? Oh, we haven't seen um, what's her name? You haven't seen Alicia? No, she's yeah. she's locked in her room, presumably. I'm gonna go downstairs again. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can. <laughs> Okay. Just... I never know what your plans are. It's so funny. I'm trying me. to recruit as many people as possible to come up here and fight these bitches. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, this is great. I He's never so tired. Okay, he's no, delegating. I have a plan to be I'm not just invisible to avoid battle. I'm it's literally totally planning fine. to do some like fucked up shit, like to help save y'all. Like, I, yeah. I don't want to reveal everything. Okay, That's fine. Okay. I love it. All right. So uh, up next is Anomio. So oh, you've, right. you've used your reaction for what it's worth, but that's it. Yes, yes. 
Well, that's okay. Um, because, you know, at this point, I'm standing in between two giant enemies, and I'm just gonna... <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just gonna swing. It's time for the old-fashioned Hobblehaven sword dance. <laughs> slash 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 stab slash oh yeah and uh, bartholomew pops out with a little pair of bagpipes he's just playing <laughs> yes finally bartholomew <laughs> makes a showing yes all right uh so <laughs> presumably right, for the, the one on my left a 26 yep. all right uh go ahead and roll for damage uh 26 will hit i can't imagine you won't kill him. Yeah. All right, so you go ahead and kill him. But tell me how tell me how you uh, managed to kill this elemental. Well, I'm thinking I kind of like the idea of like slashing upward. And it's like heat lightning is shooting mm -hmm. out of him. Like pachu, pow, 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 quang, plop. Awesome. So oh, as yeah. this as this lightning kind of is coming off of this thing, you a couple pieces singe the deck, but nothing alights. Um, but there's there's now these few little marks of black scorch on the on the ship's hull or deck. Yeah, I should probably Excellent. be careful not to light the uh, ship on fire. It's yeah. probably a bad idea. I'm just oh, hey, another crit. Look at that. Jeez. What? Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit. It's the whiskey. I know. It's some good whiskey. Uh, and another 26 damage. Another no big deal. <laughs> yeah, All right. There you go. All That's right. fine. <laughs> All right. So you, uh, you, you, I don't even know how to describe this, but you do an additional 26 points of damage to the air elemental. Good job. Uh, anything else? No, that, that I think that's that's enough. That's enough. All right, <laughs> Alessio, you are currently prone, um, and you are. It is your turn. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like take a nap. Ignomia, you got this, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to use half your movement to stand up, or are you actually? Uh, yeah, just, sure. I yeah. use half my movement to stand up and get away from the damn side of the thing. Sure. All right, go ahead and move yourself where you'd like, and then um, anything else? Um, hmm, what can I do here? So if I use Misty Step to try to get behind the air elemental, I can only go 15 feet. Is that the thing? Uh, no, Misty Step will work, I think, 60 feet. Um, so it's like a different set of movement. I was going to say it's a different set, right? Yep. Oh, it goes okay. 30 feet. Yeah. yeah um, 30 feet. I'll let you so get close. Yeah, you can get close enough. That's fine. I'm going to move, move right there. Yeah. Yeah, move the dead one. I'll move right there. Cool. So you're going to Misty Step. Um, and then uh, I'm gonna try to. I can't believe I gotta follow Agnomia with that fucking attack. <laughs> well, uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get a sneak attack on this because of the misty step. Okay. And and flanking. So if you attack, you're gonna get to do your uh, sneak attack. All right. Well, hopefully I hit here. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to use uh, the glacial sting again. Okay. Um, I'm gonna attack. Do I get so I can roll uh, with advantage? Correct. Uh, so you can roll with advantage plus you get to add that um, extra damage because you had used the bonus action last turn. Oh, that's the, right. I can yeah. I can add the I think yeah, the icy the, assault or something like that. Cold. Yeah, you get yeah, an extra one d six cold damage. All right, so let me go first with this one. Yeah. Twenty four will hit. Twenty four will hit. Um, all right, let me get to. All right, first let me go with the. Um, by flourish so that will do uh deals an additional 1d6 of cold damage let me roll yep. that well so so roll your attack and then roll your um we'll add an extra d6 to that and then you'll you can roll your uh, sneak attack roll the sneak attack got it okay yep. 
right. Yeah, like you said, it's been a while since we've uh, fought. That's totally fine. I had to think too. <laughs> uh, All right, so okay, roll so your damage. damage. Uh, yeah. okay. All right, so that's going to be 15. Um, roll an addition. Uh, you already, it actually already rolled the d6, so that's great. Uh, no, that's oh, cool. the d6 that's that's inherent to the to the um, thing. So roll an additional d6. All right, so roll one. Oh, hold on. Run d6. Uh, so that oh, was two d6. That's all right. You, roll you rolled a. Uh, you rolled. There you go. All right. So you rolled a one. <laughs> Plus one. I don't know what that's about. All right. Whatever. You rolled a one. Um, so Run. Let me get the. Uh, let me get the sneak attack. Sneak damage. attack. Yep. So you've done sixteen right. points of damage so far. Talon, you're on deck. By the way. Okay, sneak attack. Uh, damage. Whew. Love when I Thank see you. all this. All right. So you did follow up. Uh, Anomio pretty well. So you did yeah. 15 plus, you did 16 plus 19 damage. Um, quite a bit. So Woo. 35 damage. Nice. All right. All of you start singing. Alessio's back and back. He snapped <laughs> his back. He slashed and stabbed and then he hacked. <laughs> I actually, actually poke my head through the window and I'm like, you're not the only one with the moves, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, cool. Um, Felicity, she's going to not do anything with her turn. Uh, Talon and Booker, what would you like to do? So, Talon, you're you're standing there okay. currently kind of like not really being threatened with just a rope tied around your, your waist. And you're, you know, you kind of look a little weird. <laughs> Booker's running around doing all the work for you. And I don't just care. Like, being safe. smart can look weird. I don't care. <laughs> Um, okay, quick question, because uh, I'm a little baby when it comes to magic. Sure. I get two attacks per action, but like a cantrip or a spell is an action. Can I do like a cantrip and like an attack? No. Or... No. So uh, so okay. a spell is basically an action. <clears throat> what you can do, and we could talk about this another time too, is if you have like bonus actions for your regular spell, you could also do a cantrip, but we can discuss that later. Gotcha. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I am going to. Okay. Follow up question yep. Is Pharaoh prone? Pro Pharaoh <laughs> is prone. It doesn't really make a difference. I just want to establish yep. whether he is. Pharaoh is prone. So you'll, uh, have, okay, you'll cool. have advantage unless unless you're doing a ranged attack, in which case you'd have disadvantage. But if you <clears throat> like go up to him and hit him, you'd have advantage. Oh, okay. So if I did like. My yeah, cantrip would produce flame. I would. I was gonna both basically action, produce flame because mm -hmm. it does two d eight, and then Booker was also going to run up and bite him. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. So do I need to produce flame in this case. Uh, I don't know what the range is, but let's assume it hits. That would be a disadvantage. Booker yeah, running up and hitting him, hit. which I don't think he can make it. Um. He can. I oh, he can. Yep. Uh, that would be an advantage. Yep. Okay, go Booker. Uh, I'm gonna be trying first so that I don't accidentally hit Booker. Sure. So just to to clarify, okay. Use flame. Edit. Disadvantage. Lame. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not gonna go. <laughs> Come on, Booker. Uh, so the uh, take Pharaoh the, down. The little little flame kind of flies past Pharaoh and it it lands on the deck and it you see it just burning for a, a minute or so. Um, again, singeing the deck. It's small. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So uh, Booker okay. Booker runs over to Pharaoh. Uh, <laughs> go Ned, do your yeah. do your thing. He is doing his thing. Twenty two. Uh, Twenty two yeah, will definitely hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Damn, Booker. Okay. Booker's and the plus my two d six. Booker's the mm -hmm. dog. There <laughs> it wasn't like. Ooh. I'm uh, of four, uh, so thirteen. Uh, All right, so thirteen. Um, so in in Pharaoh's uh, giant owl form, he actually has quite a bit less health than he would normally. Um, but thirteen is not enough to knock him out of that form. Um, so, anything else? Uh, no, I'm not ready to untie myself, and I can't anyway. So use my action. No, perfect. All right. I'm good. So it's now Pharaoh's turn. This has not gone quite the way that he expected. Um, he is going to stand up from prone. Uh, Watch so to roll be... another one, big boy. <laughs> I know, right? No, he's, he's, <laughs> he's going to get out of here. And um, so he is going to fly off the ship, um, but Booker will not get a uh, opportunity attack because he's flying and that's like his thing. Um, Pharaoh is now sufficiently... Booker's barking at him. Yeah, and uh, but but Pharaoh. So like, uh, I'm trying to remember what the movie was. I I distinctly remember there being a movie with like a like a bird like hobbling and really trying to. I don't know, whatever. It's he has a lot of trouble taking off, and he's he's really really hurt. Um, you could actually see quite a few of his feathers are in Booker's mouth. Uh, so he's he's had a bad time. Good boy. Um, Magnus Stormrider. Uh, he's he's uh actually seeing that you guys are doing pretty well here. Um, and uh, he's actually he's just gonna kind of hang out. Um, let's see. He's got. He doesn't have any sort of real ranged attack, so there's really nothing he can do to help, uh, other than just kind of over oversee. All right, so this will probably be the last attack with this arrow elemental. So I'm gonna make it a good one. Um. Oh, I see Alessio and Anomio are both. Well, let's see if I get my whirlwind back, because that will at least help me figure out what I'm gonna do. I do nope. not. Okay. <laughs> So that helps. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, he's going to uh, continue to beat on Anomio. Um, yeah, that's so he is going to, this time you're going to see... Anomio's whiskey is getting better and better here. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Uh, an 11's definitely not going to hit. Um, I'm going to repost. Repost. Oh, sure. Yep. You can do that. Yep. It's a and a 15 time. won't hit anyway. Oh, these guys suck. I, you guys have been rolling like champs, and I've been rolling not like champs <laughs> all right go ahead and you repost more. <laughs> yeah, yeah i've been trying i'm on my third glass <laughs> yeah right, i know right? i think that's gonna hit that'll hit yep all right uh for 19 which 19. actually that is just enough to kill him he had 18 hit points all right so uh in a matter of a couple of seconds, you actually kill both of these things. So if there's anything you want to uh, describe or, or go for it, make it sound I just, cool. I, all I want, I just want Paraxis to just engulf this thing in flame. Just whoosh. Absolutely. It's um, like a fire tornado. So, like in a non-damage the ship kind of well, way. Yeah, right? it, could, it could be like <laughs> three feet off the ground. So, whatever, you know? okay, cool. Perfect. There, was, there was something I, I actually missed. So earlier... You rolled a crit with Pyroxus. Um, when you did, yeah. you saw on the hill... Actually, did you roll two or was that... Did you roll two? I think the other one was something else. Uh, uh, I think you rolled two. There's the... I? Yes. Were they both with Pyroxus? Yeah. Oh, I did. I did roll you two. You sure did. Oh. All right. So I, I forgot about this and... Um, this is just something I've been waiting for a crit, and it's been a while. So with each one of those crits, you see this little rune illuminate on the 
um, the blade of the sword. And there are now two of these runes that are illuminated. And you're starting to notice that they go up the entire length of the sword. Um, about eight of them in total. And you have two of them lit at the moment. Uh, so that's Man, something to remember. <laughs> All right. So at this point, Serafina comes uh, running up from, from below deck. She's got the, the cannon in her hand. Uh, she looks around. There's no more air elementals left. Um, Shoot the bird. Shoot the bird. <laughs> sure. Um, actually, this thing has a, a long uh, range. So she hears you yelling, shoot the bird. Um, and she's going to. Oh, <laughs> so. I thought you meant like to give him the finger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I saw you were like, yeah. Everybody all at once. Everybody flip them off. If you shoot them. <laughs> to Pharaoh. <laughs> all right. So she's going to take the Skyflyer blaster. Um, she's going to uh, load it with a little crystal. And she's going to take a shot at Pharaoh. Uh, 15 will hit. For 15 yeah. points of damage. So what you see is this uh, this owl actually... He's not dead. Um, oh. It, <laughs> that would be a hell of a thing. Uh, but it does, in midair, turn back into a furbolg, who you see plummet off the side of the ship. Can they fly? Um, and yes. at least from your point of view, like where you currently are, you can't see what happens to him. Um, that being said, if you run over, you might be able to see something, but it's completely up to you. No, I would it's not. Don't go near it. I'm tied. I can't run over. Colin's <laughs> like, oh, shit. Well, I mean, if we're out of initiative order, I don't know. You're if out of initiative. I would totally run over. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm totally running over and peering sure. over and be like. So you, uh, well, you, you, you run over to the other side. Uh, you peer off, off the, the edge. Go ahead and roll a perception for me. Especially because you're short and it's going to be a little tough to see over the side. Well, I'm, going right. with him. I'm going with him to look. You sure. can climb up on the thing. Alessio, you can roll as well. Oh, yeah. I, I can't see. Oh. I can't see Jack. I'll try a perception. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything either. So. <laughs> so as far as you guys know, Clouds. you saw him plummet and you didn't see what happened to him. Um, he's He's gone uh, down below despite the... the obvious like clouds and stuff you do see it's it's flat ground like it's real it's it's land below you it's not sea um so it's entirely possible that if he's way far down you just wouldn't see him uh kind of disappear against the back i look at i look at agnomi and i'm like ah too bad i usually like to eat owl on thanksgiving <laughs> ah! <laughs> can we see the other air elementals are they still uh they are they are they've uh, so they're still technically on the map but no they're long gone um oh they were kind of there to uh yeah sorry um so what you see Serafina she kind of looks down at the gun and then she looks over at Milo and she says boy I I never really noticed how awesome this thing is this is uh this is great and she she goes to hand it back to Milo and um she kind of looks around very very happy with herself uh Magnus kind of walks up and pats her on the shoulder and then he looks over at you guys and he he's uh you guys, you told Seraphina me that Serafina blushes, by the way. Yes, she for has sure. a crush on Magnus. Absolutely, so. she would. Um, yeah. She uh, so Magnus. Magnus says, "You all told me that you weren't gonna be causing trouble. <laughs> this is, we've been on the ship for a few we hours. Solved trouble. We you solved, solved you, trouble. You solved, and you look like a fool with a rope tied around your waist. 
I was trying to untie it when they were running over. I just couldn't get it untied fast enough. It's untied now, though. All right. That's that's fine. That's fine. Uh, just you know, make sure you clean up after yourself. And and uh, you know, he, he's. Let's oh, I see. keep my rope. Who um, who who shot? Actually, it was you. Uh, he he walks over. He walks downstairs for a minute, and he comes back up, and he hands you a mop, and then he points to where there's like um scorch on the on the deck, and he says. I believe I saw that flame come out of oh, your hand. I'd like you to take care of that for me, if you wouldn't mind. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, Talon. And uh, then he goes, okay, he, okay. he turns around and he goes back down deck and he he, he points to Felicity. He says, uh, onward to the, to the Dark Timberlands. All right. So that will take us out of combat. Um, I'm going to shut up for a second. If there's anything you guys want to discuss. Where is just... Booker allowed to pee? <laughs> I mean, that's a good question. Hmm. I look around. I look around and go, "Where the hell is Noblis?" <laughs> he missed that. Right? It's a fair question. I'm like, we could have used those nips. They had range. I mean, we did pretty good though. Like, oh yeah, without the nips. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go take a nap because I'm like half dead. But you know, <laughs> weren't enough. you sleeping with little G earlier? Like, how many naps you need? Listen. I'm very angry and very small. I need a lot of naps. <laughs> oh, we have a lot in common. <laughs> like in real life. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, right. Talon, I'd like you to make a quick Talon's perception. Talon's cleaning up her spot. I'd like you to make a quick perception check for me while you're cleaning. Okay. Okay. I went over to the spot to clean, but mm -hmm. you got it. I'm working on it. Actually, I'm going to do it with real dice. Do -do 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 -do. Oh, that's mm -hmm. the need to check what my plus is. Okay, it's a plus one. That is a nine. <laughs> a nine. Like that's with the plus one, isn't well, it? Well, so what you actually see, unfortunately, so although the map doesn't quite display this very well, on the sides of the, like the railing here, there are holes. Um, just kind of think of like a regular ship. There's like these, you know, like open spots. Yeah. And what you see is this little blue crystal that had fallen from one of the air elementals slide off the side and drop down past where you could see. Um, like it falls off overboard. Wait, like one of the plants? No, like, sorry, let me explain that better. Uh, a a gem right. of sorts <clears throat> fell out of one of the air elementals, and before anybody could oh. notice it, you happened to see it slide off the side of the ship. Uh, so I run to look where the other air elemental was and see if that one also dropped a gem. Sure. Um, there's no gem with this one. Damn it. Yeah, unfortunately. You guys finally had an opportunity to actually get some loot, <laughs> and it didn't, didn't work out. <laughs> it all blew off. It all okay. blew off. All right, so um, at this point, Noblis, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I think I might just come back <laughs> up awkwardly and, awkwardly. and uh, turn off my invisibility before I come up. Right. So you uh, you emerge from from below deck, and you're nobody nobody knew that you were uh, invisible except for Milo. Um, he gives you a look of of kind of like disgust. Uh, like you missed the whole thing, but he doesn't say anything. Um, he just proceeds below deck. Ah, uh, what I miss? Nablus, you missed it. I made a, a fire out of murder. Ah, <laughs> uh, I I could see that. <laughs> well, there's there's Can the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fire out of murder. Fire out of murder. Alright. Um Yep. I mean if no one else is questioning it, it's all good. Yeah. No, I just like I, wait, so what were you doing? Where Alessio, were you? Alessia goes, uh where where were you? Guys, I uh I I had a plan to help you all out and you seem to handle it very well yourself, so more power to you. No one died. Booker's still here. <laughs> no one died. Okay. Booker is it's still a very low bar. No one died. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. it's only gonna go. Fortunately for you, Agnomia was rolling well tonight. For <laughs> real. <laughs> you have mollified Talon completely. Talon's over there just given like love to Booker because he did so good with Pharaoh. Oh, and he's got all of those little feathers. She's get she's like gathering all the feathers that he bit. Sure. In all like, honesty, I actually did have a plan to help you all out. See, whenever I was blown into this the stairwell, I put on invisibility because I thought I could find a way to use the blue and yellow elements or stones or whatever they are to shake the ship in a way to make the air elements air elementals get a bit like disoriented and. You guys killed them before I could even make them down there. So honestly, you guys nailed it. Uh, was, I made a persuasion. That... You tried. <laughs> okay. The... Well, you know. Well. I don't uh, understand you, warlock man. Not yeah, even a little. The air elementals. Let's go drink. Float. The air elementals kind of float on their own. So moving the ship. Not really sure how that would work. But okay. <laughs> Okay, it was just an idea, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> my metagame, my favorite part is how, how <coughs> you seemed like so proud of this idea that you had. And Alessio was just like, air elementals move on their own and they're like flying. Like, it's totally <laughs> not done anything. But also, I anticipate this being a much more epic big battle. Like, Bill, you've been putting, through, putting us through some hell. And I thought there was going to be at least 10 more air elementals and I thought I was going to be the savior. But obviously that didn't happen. So, you know what? <laughs> actually, well, I actually do agree with that. I thought there were going to be some more <laughs> air elementals. I Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's why I double checked about the other two to make sure and they weren't sneaking up on us. Pop through the deck. Flying all of a sudden. It's not the moon cycle yet. Vutha has wings. Yes, fire Vutha <laughs> comes from the scorch marks. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, hey Alessio, I found a book that could be really useful for you. So with oh. your buddy Vutha. Oh, is it, now, is it all is it all about um what do you call those things? Revenant. Revenants. Revenants? Yeah. 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 Gonna, so I'm he's gonna, a revenant. I'm gonna need to read that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll lend it to you. But basically I wasn't around whenever you pissed him off. So I don't really know like what you did to piss him off, but basically you have to convince him you know, like resolve your issues with him. Or he's just gonna keep coming back every moon seriously cycle. i have to resolve my issues with him this that's yeah. how i fix this have you seen him he does yeah i don't does, know what you did he does like can you I make it him. up to him can you I find out what was like important to him and like make that better i, I left think him i think the dead. important thing was i left, I left him for dead on a i left him for dead mm -hmm. on a sinking ship i don't think talking it out is gonna work <laughs> 
That's how you. I mean, other than that, he's just gonna keep coming back every moon. You can oh. read the book though. I'll, I'm I'm lending you the book. Oh, is wait, that, wait, wait, but, is that the cliff? I have an idea. I have to hash it out after the whole book. All it says the only way to defeat him is to hash it out. The book is basically another guy who managed to defeat him. What if what if we let him drown you, just a little? <laughs> just. A, just a, what if we trick him into thinking that he drowned him? He's gonna drown me, too. but like, you know, me. he did. A little like, bit. Drown, drown little me bit. enough where I'm almost Actually, dead and revive me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we could do that. The alchemist downstairs, I could fix his experiment. He's not very good at it. But uh, <laughs> he's got a thing for helping you breathe underwater. So we could make Vutha <gasps> think that he drowned you, but then we could use that thing so that you could breathe underwater and you'd be fine. Really? So you could just play dead. All right, now I like what uh -huh. you're doing with this. Huh? 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 Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, before we leave, make okay. sure we get that thing, and then well, let's remember that plan yeah. when Vuta shows up to kick my ass again. <laughs> yeah, we need to test it out first because he's not very good at his job, and oh, goody. Uh, okay. as far as I can tell, it works only really well on his species. It works less well on my species, so we should check it on your species. Oh, okay. And optimize it. So, but that's a thing. That's a great idea. Option one for for pacifying Vutha. All right, I like I like your I like your style. Go with it. So we'll study it. <laughs> <laughs> While you guys are having this conversation, Serafina has strangely stayed uh, near you. Uh, at this point, Magnus is kind of wandering around a bit, um, but Serafina has stayed near you guys, and she she's looking around and she's looking a little like panicked, um, and she she says, I. I know what this sounds like saying it out loud, but did any of you hear voices during that battle? Oh, you should talk to oh, Nobis. He talks to voices well, all the time. I heard. I think it's the devil. Well, <laughs> all right. So uh, this Damn, is not. Damn, just exposed me like that. Fuck. So, Bill, this is this isn't. Is this the same voice? I oh no, I didn't. I didn't hear a voice. Right. I all I did was. Send something weird downstairs, right? I did not hear a voice. There. Correct. Right. Correct. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. And actually, I would say, well, Nobilis. So let's let's clarify something. So you were invisible at the time, and you were using your abilities to fake the voice of Silgardan. You talked to uh, Serafina. Was this like? Were you like whispering in her ear? Were you talking? How loud were you being? Would anybody else have heard you? Is the main question. No, I was the only one downstairs with her. Um, okay. And okay. to make it clear, I un, un, un myself before I came back up the stairs, so no one knew I was invisible. Like you said, that one guy at Milo had suspicions because he mm -hmm. heard my voice. Yeah. But no one else would have known. Except when you came up, you specifically said, I was downstairs and invisible and I was doing all this stuff, and she definitely would have heard that. You but I had, hope, yeah. I had hoped that I did not say that, and I was trying to remember if I said that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> See, this so, is why alcohol makes this game so much more fun. Yeah, I totally really. agree. So Speaking of which, so quick what, time out. What here. happened was. <laughs> so, so quick. Oh yeah, quick time, quick time out. Quick time out because I did say we would talk about this after after the the battle. So I am I've had three of these at this point. Like I'm gonna have a fourth. Uh, this didn't even need to grow on me to be honest. The initial bite was like a little bit, like you mentioned, it had a little bit of like an edge on it, but really not much and i think 95 sorry um 45 percent is uh is a good call i think a little bit higher it might 
bring out some more unpleasant no, like it might carry oh, more it unpleasant. wasn't as good at I, yeah. I have a i have a jar of cast strength it wasn't as good at cast strength okay it it was um it just didn't have the the flavors it was mm -hmm. just kind of dull with but with a lot of burn yeah, yeah. do you yeah. know you what, know what, I do you remember what cast strength was yeah uh a hundred and like 12 after okay. the blending because we had i had that one low barrel and then the other two barrels were a little higher yeah mm -hmm. Well, I know I said I drank higher proof, but like I'm, I just finished my second glass of it, and this is so drinkable. Like I could, mm. I don't think it drinks higher proof. I think it drinks right at ninety, and it's like Bill it said earlier, it delivers like a higher proof. Yeah. This is yeah. this is all about that maltiness and the spice. It just rounds everything out, and it's really it's really good, man. It gets y'all are making me blush. It's getting more chocolatey <laughs> too, man. So good. You gave a bunch of people who if like it, if whiskey. If it's too many compliments, <laughs> so yeah. If it's too many compliments, I did just pour some Knob Creek single barrel to just up my proof. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Better I role play whenever I drink it higher proof. <laughs> oh shit! No, no but oh, yeah. look, I still came back to but for real. This stuff is good. A little bit of a margarita, but like the fact that like <laughs> this is the Ooh, saddest looking yeah, margarita yeah. I've ever seen, though. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's like it's been melting and it's not great. Yeah, it's yeah. All right, so um, as far as I'm concerned, I I like this a lot. I'm very excited to see what you do with the the old, you know, as it continues to age. Yeah, um, it. Now back it to everyone getting you up on novels. Dog. <laughs> All right, we'll yeah, uh, now to invisible nipples. We'll pop back over to the game here. <laughs> All right, so um, so Serafina, she she uh she looks directly at you, novelist, and actually she, as I mentioned, she heard you say that you were invisible, and she looks at you and she says, is tell me now if that was you because that's fine but otherwise like it's not good for sorceresses to hear voices and it might be something I need to deal with that was certainly not me I, I don't know what voice you referred to I ran downstairs to try to control the ship as I mentioned and to get us I, to go up and down I, 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 I shouted out I mean I don't know if you heard me when I when I first came down I shouted out Hey, we're being attacked upstairs, like everyone on deck. And then I immediately ran downstairs. I did hear that. That actually got me out of out of my room. Um, mm. Took me a minute to get up here. So I'd like you to roll a deception check. Check, and she's actually going to roll against you with her perception. And, uh, it's funny because I'm so on Serafina's side because I played her for one episode. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. come on, Serafina. <laughs> All right. So she rolled lower oh, than 25. So she's at the moment she's like, okay. All right, I mm -hmm. I need to go think about this for a moment. Can you <sighs> tell me about this voice you heard? Because I'm I, I I as the team mentioned, I I do occasionally hear voices. It don't was, uh... you fuck with Serafina? <laughs> <laughs> don't say it unless you're saying it out loud, because I'll I'll react to it. Uh. <laughs> All right, so uh, she she says it was it was a really deep guttural voice, like a like what you read about demons. Um, something I don't want to hear again, but it told me to trust in it. And I shot with the gun and I, I hit the, I hit the owl. Apparently I, I don't really know what was going on, but, uh, you all seemed happy about it. <laughs> so I'm assuming I did a good job. And, uh, but if, if this, this is a new Can thing Can the other three me. of us hear this or is this private? Yeah, no, she's talking directly to Nautilus. Uh, so, okay, like okay. you, you can hear this. Although I see a Nomeo, did you run below deck or? 
Oh no, I just backed okay. away from them. Sure. He's back to the tables. He's dancing. It's it's all good. <laughs> That's totally fine. The, all of you can hear this. I'm Uros and backing away. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to look. I would like to look at it with like a look of acknowledgement and like a slight nod and like a little bit of like a grin. Sure. Just to slightly indicate that like that sounds pretty familiar to me. All right. Uh, she's gonna. She'll see that, and she's gonna make her way downstairs. She's um. She's not hurt, but again, she's kind of limping. She's she's walking very slowly, but she's gonna make her way downstairs, um, and she's gonna say, "I'm I'm gonna go back to my room. I'd appreciate if none of you would interrupt me for a while. I'm gonna I'm gonna think on this." All right. Is there anything else uh, that you would like to do? Okay, so I'm gonna go over to Novelis. Oh God. because uh, I'm on Serafina's side. Like Come I know you gotta, you know. I know you gotta recruit and do your thing, and I'm trying not to get in the way of that. But like, because we've all talked, we and we clarified like some of our secret things or whatever, like around the campfire, just us, just Snortimer soldiers. Oh. Um, but like this girl's got like a future, <clears throat> like there, she's got a chance with Magnus, like <laughs> you know, let her live her best life. But she's obviously not. I mean, her power is weakened. She is sitting in turmoil and distress in her room. I mean, all I'm and you think the devil's gonna help her with that? That's not helping her. You know, it's out of selfish reasons. Look at me. Should we? Should we make a pact right now? Like, no proselytizing without group consent. <laughs> right? Yeah. We have to approve who you're gonna try and in, like, infer no... infer meeting, uh, Clifton. It'll make you look smarter. Like no, no, no one, no one, no one try to convert anyone to their freaky religion until we clear it with the group. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't care about Alessia or whatever the hell her name is, uh, and her weird. Do she has don't even know anything like, like and we don't know about any of that. We don't know about any of that. But like, That's we like Serafina, and she's got like a future. She's doing her thing. She's killing it. Like, she's let her live. Let her do her thing. You don't really know anything about her. Judgment. Why are you come to her defense? Because Tala gets like a good vibe with her. They click, and Serafina like plays with her. I also get a good vibe with and Lilji. I just want to like if you know, Booker likes her, like that's a good read on somebody, you know. Vibe with her in hell. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's nothing. nothing okay, I'll, not I'll, just, I'll just agree with my friends. Okay, okay. But trust me, I meant no harm by it. I meant to empower her because she seems to be struggling with something much darker than demons. Okay, but what? She but does what seem if, to be struggling. What if you like pitch the devil? Can you can you pitch the devil like openly? Oh you know? well, come come see me after this. <laughs> I will pitch to your heart's content. The book of demons. <laughs> at this at this point, uh, actually, Anomio rushing past you, um, putting his hand on your shoulder and just kind of running out onto the deck. Hello, everybody! Roland Stormwind is here, ready for fights, ready for battle. Where are and those foes? Where are the enemies? I'm just gonna walk up, pat him on the shoulder, punch him in the kidney, and go downstairs. <laughs> oh, oh, you got me! That was 
Haha, <laughs> 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 that's fantastic. Uh, he waves to Talon when right. Talon! T Talon! Hey! Yeah, all right, I'll see you later. All right, all right. Yeah. And uh, he's gonna he's gonna go back below deck. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Here's here's how we're gonna do this next little bit. Um, there were a couple of things. I know it's a little after eleven. Uh, we typically go till about eleven twenty. Um, so we have time for two more scenes that I was thinking of. Um, the first one is supposed to happen tonight. Uh, well, first off, tell me, does anybody want to do anything before? nighttime um it's going to be a generally easy flight um for the rest of the day as you guys make your way up the coast of akari is there beer uh <laughs> like yes. what time of day ish are we so like... so you guys had just been having lunch when this whole thing happened um so it's it's midday okay. like there is time to do stuff or study or just kind of like we don't necessarily need to rp but if there's stuff you want to do we could talk about it Alan only got to chat with the alchemist and would mm -hmm. like to go down, like, you know, while other people are doing stuff. Sure. Uh, she's going to drop Booker off with Lil G. Okay. So that they can <laughs> hang and, and rest together. Uh, and Talon wants to go chat with the, the botanist. Sure. Uh, while dropping off Booker, you actually see Booker. He runs to the back deck and uh, he kind of lifts his leg up off the back deck and you see he just pees off the side of the boat. Um you know, you would okay, ask her. Okay, we figured it out. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, very important. I, I <laughs> want to pay attention to the details. Um, okay, so you go down to uh, the mid deck, where you talk to um, Elowin, uh Greenbloom, and she is mm -hmm. a wood elf, uh, is a druid, and she is tending all of the flowers at the moment. Uh, your job basically was more just to chat with her, um, figure out you know what needs to be done help care for the plants. Yeah. Um, but if there's anything in particular you want to talk to her about, we can we can do that. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to kind of find out, like, you know, uh, like a roster or something of mm -hmm. when she needs which plants taken care of kind of thing and how I can help with that. Perfect. Uh, and maybe borrow a book on the plant so that I can be as helpful as possible. Excellent. Board. She does take some time to talk to you a little bit about Alaric uh, Fireforge, and she she mentions you know she provides plants for him to do his experiments with. Um, she does uh, kind of confide in you, although it's it's not a secret um, that he's relatively new to alchemy, um, and so to be very careful that you give him exactly what he asked for, because if you don't, then he'll blame the failure of the uh, potion making on you if it does fail, um, and that gotcha. has gone poorly in the past. Okay. Um, so then you spend some time uh, reading in the library. And if you want to think about anything in particular that you want to read about, you can think about that while we go over to Nobilis. <clears throat> so we're going to go over to the living. Right, well, actually, let me. Nobilis, you are going to have a scene at about 930 at night. Does anybody else want to do anything prior to that? Uh, I'm planning I'm to actually, grab I'm actually going to go back to the. I would like to go back to the control room with uh okay. with uh what's her name Felic magenta felicity <laughs> magenta yeah. yeah you could call her magenta why not <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep um so felicity uh gear spark you are going to hang out with her okay yeah yep uh just just kind of spending time up there to, like anything in particular yeah yeah i just want to kind of go in there and see like how she's doing like you know during the fight and if there's mm -hmm. anything she saw like while we were fighting uh, just to kind of, you know, take her, 
just to kind of like see what her um her general observations were while everything was going on if there's any sure. problems controlling the ship and anything like that sure so while you're in this room you actually see that there is a <clears throat> excuse me a shelf of stones and mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me these are all labeled um, some of them being labeled after various cities around the, the continent, um, specifically Urngarzuik, Urngarzuik, what was that? Oh, sorry guys, hold on. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, like old battle music, here it goes. I know, right? A roll in sorry. <laughs> You're fighting the stones. Um, so the, the stones are labeled with various different cities, and she tells you that those are sending stones, and they're uh, specifically tied to somebody who usually monitors them in those cities. So if there's a problem on the airship, um, you can kind of call Mayday to the, the closest city that you're at, and they'll, they'll come help out. All right. Oh, he's going to... That's fine. Um, Anomio, anything that you'd like to do before... Nope. I am going to go downstairs, grab a ham hock, stick it in the bag of cold, plaster that to my face, grab a bottle of whatever fortified wine they have, and take a nap under the, under the, uh, uh, what do you call it, one of those tables and nurse my bruises. <laughs> sure. I was going to say, I'm sorry, why are you sticking ham on your face? That I was very confused. Oh, because he got beat up. Like a pack. <laughs> I wouldn't think to just put a fucking ham hock in your face. Oh, you, you know what? Yeah, you never took a steak as a cold pack? There you go. Yeah, with the steak, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I was poor. Like I didn't a... sacrifice steaks for my health. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, usually it's like, like a cold a bag of peas, of peas or corn. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, yeah. the peas, yes, the frozen yeah. peas. Hagrid in Harry Potter does the frozen, like, does the steak on his face. Yeah. So. You know, I've, I've actually, I've only been punched one time in the face. Uh, the few other times I got no, in a fight, it was... Been. It was mostly like in the stomach what? or like uh, the shoulder or something, but only one time in the face. Like apparently I'm. I've actually protected. never gotten in like a physical fight, and yeah. I've actually kind of wanted to. So hey, whoever wants to challenge me on whiskey tube, let's oh. go. Clifton, I'm right. game. <laughs> How drunk can we get? <laughs> I'm before I'm we. Fairly, yeah, I'm, but, but whoever challenges. One arm exactly. Yeah, Whoever challenges has <laughs> to tie an arm behind. Yeah, I'll, I'm, and you are left-handed, so you have to tie your right arm behind. We'll there do uh, yeah. like Logan Paul boxing match kind of thing. Yeah. No, not just getting injured as a kid. I've been in a me, lot like, of I, fights. I had some situations where, like, I got a rock thrown to like the middle of my forehead, and yeah. I bled profusely. And I also like, had some pretty gnarly knee injuries as a child, but never got mm. punched. Nancy Kerrigan style. Yeah. I've been punched. <laughs> All right. We're punched just and to... been punched. So question on yes. for Talon. <clears throat> Go for it. This library. Mm -hmm. Would it have books on either? Uh especially like with the alchemist's interest or whatever. Uh potential cure potions for say like, like cobalt or... corruption. Oh, I see. Um uh it or yeah. elementals and like calling back the gods to maybe fight Hylix. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, roll roll an investigation check for me. Okay. Let's see what you can find. Uh, oh. I don't know how to find it when I can't see oh, my character. Oh, sorry. I'll, uh, I'll drag you on the, there. There we go. Okay. Uh, sorry, investigation? Yes. Okay. Not 20! Natural 20. Excellent. So 21. Well, something something to keep in is mind. Is that whiskey? Ed? Yeah, I know. I know, right? Uh, so something to keep in mind that a natural 20 doesn't necessarily mean success. What it does mean is that you are confident right, yeah. that there is 
no book here that dictates or that that instructs you on how to cure whatever happened in Urnorzuek. But there is a book about elementals. Um, what are you trying to? You're trying to. You kind of mixed a couple things there. Um, yeah. so what were you looking for? So for I'm kind of curious. So if I've rolled out the Urnorzuek guys, mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of curious about like because there was like a god of each type of elemental before. Yes. Like as it, sorry, element like elements, I guess. And then yeah. but also they have that thing that controls the planes and mm -hmm. like the different elements within the alchemy lab. So I'm wondering Excellent. like if there's any books on that that I could maybe utilize with this whole fighting sure. helix thing. So what you're able to find, especially with the natural twenty, so I'll give you a little bit of information. And hopefully not just cough, keep coughing. Um I'm finally gonna go to the doctor and see what the hell's wrong with me. So hold on. <laughs> Typical dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's been like three months. Oh, it's about time to go to the doctor. Let me keep drinking and eating like crap. Um, all right. So, <laughs> so uh, what you find about the elementals. So you do find a copy of that same book that you found in Helixia. Uh, um, the one that has like uh, some poems about the... Um, Oh, shoot, what are they called? Like those giant elementals. The uh, I, I have their names, but that's what I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you you find I have it downloaded. You find yeah. the exact same book, um, and so basically you see that there are. This is something that's known, but what else you find is kind of an instruction manual of sorts for that contraption that's within the alchemist's lab, and what that is is not only does it show you. Uh, let's call them like a thin place of the of the plane that you're currently on where you could potentially travel to other planes um, but you you realize and you know let's even say that you kind of wander over to the alchemy area you realize that this is set to track very specific elemental gates um, and and you wouldn't have seen you wouldn't have seen anything from earlier so you see that there are four little dots um, that are being displayed uh, kind of around the map. And you're not sure what those are for, but you do know that this particular, I wish I could call it something, but this, this particular magical focus is set to track these four little dots. Um, and you can see where they are in relation to the ship. Okay, gotcha. Yep. One of them, the uh, the blue one, oh. is to the southwest of you at the moment. Um, the orange one is to the east of you. The uh, the green one is. I'd, I'll have to double check back in my notes to see exactly where they are. But there's a green okay. one and a um, what's the other one? Uh, like a like a light. Blue. I think I said it was brown actually before. But the the four different things they're basically spread out across the the world. Okay, so with the manual and just previous knowledge, would I know like that maybe the blue one uh, correlates to the water? So it doesn't God. say what it's tracking. Yeah, so this one more more goes over the fact that it can track things and the fact that it does mm -hmm. track. Like there's also other things that you can see, um, but these four little dots are the brightest. Um, okay. There's very clearly, like, it seems very clear that the orange one is over the disintegrated peaks. Okay. Gotcha. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay, cool. Cool. 
All right. Good. So. We're good. Cool. I'm going to mute myself for just one second. That did not work. It's well, no, it, it only went to the stream view. It didn't go out to the audience, so it was okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've done I've done that I'm a couple like, of times. No, we heard it. No, it's totally fine. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So let's go back to um, nine thirty at night. We're gonna we're gonna turn the lights down low, here. Oh, As... I just poured me some Russell's Russell single barrel pick for this, so I'm ready. Excellent. Ooh, I'm ready for you. Yes. Ooh, that's a little too low. <laughs> it's super, super dark. Like, Talon is curled up with Booker and her buck. There oh, we go. Cute. Oh, I hope. I hope. <laughs> is I a no male curled grins. up with little G? Yeah. I was yes. Thinking, I was thinking that'd be cute. Me and little G just. <laughs> yeah. There we go. The moon is. Uh, the also, moon is like. Go ahead. What's your height compared to little G? I like, don't. I don't know. How little, big is little G? He's uh, got to be like two feet. So a small, a small bear. I would say Please. probably about two feet. Sounds about right. Yeah, two feet long. Um, okay. So you're you're about twice his height. You're like three five something like that. Yeah, something like that. Three six. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. You know, you could you could probably yeah. ride little Grizz if you yeah. really tried, but he he wouldn't love it. No, no, no. I'll, he's got to be a little <laughs> bigger. Um, you're just cuddling. So Nobilis, uh you end up kind of well. Actually, you tell me. Um, I'm gonna close this door. You tell me what you want to do. You're supposed to meet Talia out on the the balcony at about nine thirty, and it's. Let's say it's 927. So it's a little early. Can we remind viewers of like what led to this? Because I remember being told sure. to meet her. Yep. Um, so you were in the mess hall. Um, Talia is the chef's, uh, the, the ship's cap, um, cook. Jeez. For four drinks, apparently, is where I need to cut off. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. like all coughing and just stumbling. No, no. All right. So uh, Talia is the ship's cook. Um, she was cooking and somehow you two kind of got along a little, little well. Um, there was a little bit of flirting, very subtle. Uh, and at some point you ended up talking to her and she told you that she was going to be out on the balcony tonight at 930. And if you wanted to join her. Okay. So no demon shit? Not for this person. You know, only half the crew. Not so. yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not the track of all the people he flirts with. So That's totally Thank fine. Thank you for the recap. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Um, can I bring her a drink? Because I, like I told you, I was heading to the bar after like to spend sure. some time. Yeah. Um, tell me what you're um, bringing. She served. She was pouring wine last time I saw her. I, I'd like to bring a glass of wine for me and a glass of wine for her. Sure. Okay. Uh, you heading out to the deck? Yep. All right. So you head out to the deck, and she turns into a giant monster and kills you. Um, no, all right. So <laughs> a snake. You, you see her. <laughs> she, <laughs> so um, succubus, right? So uh, she is she sitting has out. Her nips. <laughs> I'm not going there. All right. So <laughs> Nobilis, you open up the door and you see the back of Talia's head. Uh, she is sitting in one of the chairs, just kind of staring out into the the expanse. Um, what would you like to do? I kind of like to approach from behind and like kind of reach over a little bit and say like it's a beautiful night for a glass of wine isn't it and hand her the glass all right uh so you um come up and she's she says oh you uh you startled me and uh but she takes the glass of wine for you from you and she's motions towards the seat to her right and she says won't you join me absolutely I just like go into like a very relaxing pose, just like 
definitely shirt open because you know novelists and just be like of course um so she says uh you know novelists you you definitely caught my eye but i i want to know a little bit more about you first um before you know anything anything we should be friendly before anything further um and she takes a sip of her wine she says why don't you tell me tell me something interesting about yourself and i'll do the same interesting okay well you know i seem to carry myself in such a way that presents high class and wealth very few people know that i'm a self-made man i come from nothing and obviously i've made something of myself how about you tell me something about you uh she says self-made man so does that mean that you're wealthy i get by you get by so that's a no Uh, but that's okay so uh (laughs) that's okay i come from pretty humble beginnings too i i'm from a small town uh on evera called uh in the mountains of vita mons um sorry i want to make sure i say this right vita mons um because whiskey so uh anyway so she says, I'm from a small town uh, in the mountains of Vita Mons, and I learned to cook from my mother, and I just didn't want to stay in a small town forever. So I found the nearest skyship, and I flew around a little bit, did some odd jobs, learned to cook on a ship, and ended up here. And that's, you know, there's there's more to me, but that's my general story. So where are you heading, Nobilis? Why are you traveling with this other group of people? Sounds like you're, if you're a self-made man, why are you putting yourself in such danger no your story kind of inspires me to look back into my my own past i never knew my mother she um she passed during childbirth and i never knew her at all and my father always resented me for what he considered taking her from him so i've always sought out i always wanted to know who she was and what she stood for. That's kind of what brings me here. I've just felt a calling to head to the... What's the name of the place we're going? Volantis. Volantis. And I feel <laughs> like she's... Voltanus. Voltanus. I can just feel that she... I can feel her presence pulling me there, so I'm just following her guidance. But you said, you said that she passed, so that's very interesting that you're feeling her presence pulling you there. I wonder, I wonder what awaits you there. Um, so at this point, uh, you guys are going to talk for a while and, uh, you tell me how you want tonight to go. I like the whole, open, like, Nobis has not been open with hardly anyone in it, in it, in this journey, other than his core, core shipmates here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd like to maybe go back and get another glass of wine for both of us and just see how the night goes. Just talk openly and maybe scoot our chairs a little closer, you know? No one's out here, right? Nope, nobody's out here at the moment. I think Nobis would like to make a move after two and a half glasses of wine. Okay. Um, she uh, she does say something at some point about being cold, um, which is funny because this this whole balcony is warded from the the air, so like it's not cold out here. It's pretty pretty comfortable. Listen, I know I know to pick up on cues when I can. Um, 
playing Fire Blast. I'm just kidding. No, um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I remove my very expensive jacket, put it around her shoulders. Nice. She, uh, she gets up and she says, "Well, thanks, Novelis. It's been nice talking to you, and uh, I think I'll keep this tonight, and I'll give it back to you in the morning, and I'll see you I, for breakfast." Uh, uh, okay. So now I'm just shirtless. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Apparently. So much for picking up on cues. You could have just invited her inside. <laughs> but uh, she she does she does this all in in a very nice like she's she's playing a little hard to get. Um, and she walks inside and she closes the door behind her. All right. So. Um, I know Jason is gone, so we're gonna. Uh, I don't know if Jason's like if Jason if you're there you should come back because we've got one more roll for the night. Um, all of you end up going to bed uh, at some point or another and you'll be able to take your long rests however before you do I would like everybody to roll a d4 for me please and if Jason doesn't uh, Jason if you're able to hear me go ahead and roll it you know alright so I don't see it I mean he must have actually had to go um Okay. Uh, did you did you end up sending um, some of this whiskey to Tony Bag of Donuts by any chance? You're muted. Ed. Yeah, you're muted. I'm just he trying to make sense. Actually, yeah. was in Wisconsin. He picked up a oh. bottle of the rye and a bottle of our single barrel bourbon. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, no way. That's great. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Tony. Okay. So, Novelis, you rolled a four. Talon, you rolled a three. Anomio, you rolled a four. Excuse me. Um, so. I wish Alessio was here, but that's okay. Um, so, Anomio. Over, I, I don't want to because this matters. Um, Can I roll, I roll for him? Uh, It's okay. If he ends up coming back, we'll kind of recon a little bit, but that's okay. Um, so, for the first night of sleep, um, let's say Talin. You have continued nightmares, same kind of thing that you saw when you were unconscious, of this brain with, like, a giant eye in the middle of it. Rather than rather than what it actually looked like with the four legs and the brain and the giant tongue, it has all those, except it has a giant eye right in the center of its brain forehead. <laughs> I don't know what you'd call it. Frontal lobe. Yeah. And, uh, but this thing is giant. It's, it's a very large eye and it's green. It's piercing. And it's all that you can think of when you wake up in the morning. It's just, it's, it's haunting your dreams. And you wake up feeling very tired. Um, you're not technically exhausted, but you are, you are role playing wise, very tired today. Um, Nobilis, you end up having a dream about being trapped inside of a barrel and uh, very similar to the barrel that you slept in multiple nights during your childhood uh, except this time you were inside the barrel and people are nailing the top shut and you feel yourself kind of suffocating as you dream and you wake up and you you try to catch your breath and you realize it was a dream and you you realize that you're cold without your your jacket <laughs> but you uh you fall back asleep and you have the exact same dream two more times. The whole night goes by and you feel quite tired. Um, Anomio. I blame, up, I, sorry, I blame Ed. Yeah. He's, he's the one to, 
He's the one that it's nailing me in a barrel. He he knows his whiskey, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anomio, you end up having yeah. dreams of Tinbrand. Um, and what you see is you see Tinbrand actually with a whip at his side, a sword at his his waist, um, and he's being tormented by air elementals and fire elementals and you see pharaoh kind of to one side just watching as these elementals beat tinbrin mercilessly and he's fighting back he's he's brave but ultimately he succumbs to the elementals and you see him laying on the ground at which point you wake up again middle of the night you realize it's a dream you you have you know whatever emotions you have about it and when you fall back asleep you actually dream of the exact same thing again. Um, this time, more vivid. And this time, you're next to Tinbrind and also not able to help him. Oh, jeez. We're all going to be messed up tomorrow. <laughs> so, um, I'll just, I'll just, a you know. G, a little bit more. <laughs> I'll, re I'll read out, you know, we'll just assume Alessio rolled fine uh it's fine i'll maybe i'll have him roll at the beginning of next game but he's gonna also have a dream um he dreams of his sister mia and he dreams of that night that he ended up seeing his father kill his his mother and mia was standing there in the doorway and alessio tries to run towards mia to to protect her from the whole scene try to cover her eyes but as he gets closer and closer she drifts further and further away at which point he sees his uncle come and take Mia away and, and lead her out of the house. And this is the same kind of thing. He sees the same dream again two or three more times. Um, he's left with this feeling of not being able to save his sister as he wakes up. And everybody, all four of you, end up having these terrible dreams all through the night. As you wake up the next morning, you're all exhausted. You wake up only to the sound of people kind of yelling about food. Um, and you realize that you've probably overslept. And that's where we're going to end for tonight. Oh, boy. Oh. All right. So thank you, everybody, for joining us here. Ed, excellent job on the whiskey. I know we've been very complimentary, but it's every bit of it's been deserved. It's that's extremely true. good. Oh, I've been yeah. enjoying every drop of this. So. I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. I, um... You're so proud. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you liked it. Yeah. Was well, this about a Castrant ride coming up soon? <laughs> oh, well, so this, we, we yeah. had what? Uh, a while back, right, we had sorry, a Castrant ride. And uh, we're going to be releasing another as soon. I've got one barrel in mind specifically. And it's almost ready. It's almost there, but it needs a little more time. So we're going to be doing our official first Salty Dog Castrant ride pretty soon. So oh, I'm excited awesome. about that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pause for just one second because Alessio happened to come back right at the very end. Alessio, I'd like you to roll a d4 for me, please. A d4? Yes. Okay, give me one In second. case you want a depressing dream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, had a, you had a depressing dream. This is actually for something else. Oh, I had a depressing know. dream? Yeah, you can go back and read it. Okay, hold on one second. Uh, all right, so one d4 you said? Yes. Um, in the I meantime, can't, Ed, feel free to see my token right now on the screen. Oh, uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go to the top deck just to make life easy. All right, go for it. Okay, there we go. Okay. But I love everything you do, Ed. Just Thank don't you. save me the rest. <laughs> Ooh, a one. I, of course, of course, Alessio is the one to roll a one. <laughs> you uh -oh. know, if it wasn't actually randomized, oh, no. people would assume I'm picking on you. All right, so Alessio. Um, 
as I mentioned a, a minute ago, and you can kind of go back and re-listen, but the, the short answer is you had a, a really bad string of nightmares about not being able to protect, protect your sister Mia. However, when you wake up the next morning, you're feeling exhausted, and you notice as you're putting on your gear, the, uh, the Chalice of Kings is missing from your inventory. No! Uh-oh. And, and that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. So. All right. Yeah. I think it was Aless Alicia, whatever the fuck. Oh, God. I should have just stayed on the phone. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's funny they were like you should roll for jason i'm like well no just just in case i roll bad so maybe i should have rolled for you better roll for me <laughs> all right well i want to thank everybody who showed up to the live stream um hung out in the chat we appreciate you i watch your chats the whole time i just don't always respond to them so um thank you guys for showing up i appreciate it and uh Check out the AI video I put out actually earlier today on uh, generating a tiefling city. Um, I thought it'd be kind of a fun topic to do because uh, at least as far as I'm know, uh, as far as I know in pop culture and fantasy in general, tieflings don't typically have cities. So I thought it would be a fun challenge. Um, yeah. But aside from that, uh, we'll be back next week and we'll see where the Chalice of Kings went. Oh boy. Wasn't me. <laughs> For all that work, Sean. <laughs> yeah, potentially. All right, everybody. Cheers. Well, cheers. Uh, again, congrats, Ed. And uh, well, I look forward you. to seeing you all next week. Cheers. 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 Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice. And be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domidium. Cheers.